Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Sorry we've been gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, the truth of the matter is... Um, my co-host here, Professor Dreg, was actually working a lawsuit, which I'll let him talk about because it'll probably serve as the basis for today's episode. I know we kind of left abruptly. We haven't put up an episode this September, but uh, for all of you listening, thank you for your patience. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of the point where sometimes we're just busy, and I know that's not a good excuse, but I want to let you all know that uh, that's the case. We're not gone. We're going to resume this and get this going. I'm actually going to Dallas uh, this week, but we'll still be able to do it because I'll be at a friend's house. So we're going we're, we're gonna to keep this going no matter what. But, you know, business is business. So can you update us on what went on? Because you are involved in the law uh, with the counselor and you were doing a case uh, regarding, what was it? Well, basically workers' rights. Uh, this matter was about, um, there was a, there's a huge corporation and... Uh, well, name so, of the corporation. Oh, you, you can't talk about it? Can you talk yeah, about it? Yeah, we can't talk. No, because it's still ongoing. Oh, okay. okay. So, and because uh, it's just, so we really can't, I can't say the name of the corporation until we win. <laughs> but we spoke about this and, 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 and um, you know, last week, and you, even you knew these things because of your experience in HR, human resources. Right. So basically, this is about workers' rights and how companies try to get around workers' comp insurance. Sure. That's and, a very uh, common thing. Insurance fraud was a common thing I dealt with, too, in my old role, where people would basically fall false claims to get workers' comp insurance. And uh, was that what this was involving? We can talk a little bit about workers' comp. Yeah, no, but I see, and, but I, you know what? Like, I wasn't planning on it, but I think this is a pretty good topic because... Uh, it's uh yeah it's it's a very interesting topic workers compensation is mandated in California. Uh you have to have workers comp insurance and the reason for this is so that uh if you get injured on the job the business is supposed to take care of it. Sure. So so what ends up happening is you know like small mom and pop businesses see workers comp insurance in my opinion is made to destroy small businesses because you know a small business like what we're trying to do we're trying to uh you know open up a nightclub or start a radio you know uh, a multimedia show sure. you know so and it's going to be small we're not a big giant corporation so because we are small why do i need to buy insurance just in case you get injured talking too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I have to buy law. I have to buy workers comp insurance just in case you slip and fall or something like that, which is total BS. If I'm already giving you health insurance, 
why do I have to double up on the insurance? One for health insurance. If you slip and fall, you can go to your doctor and get help. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you slip and fall on the job and then it comes out and it's a business expense. Do, do you see how, what I'm, where I'm going with this? Yeah. So it, it's, you're hurting the small business person by making them choose. Either you give them regular health benefits or you make them or you force them into workers comp. So what was this particular dispute you were dealing with? Was it insurance okay. fraud that we can talk about it and how it pertains well, to? Well, see, I was setting it up. So there's two types of, of fraud. There's the type of fraud that individuals do, like they purposely injure themselves just to get the money, which you've probably seen a lot of, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called Beavis and Butthead, a TV show. Yeah, that's an old show. Never yeah, really yeah, watched yeah. it. but so, so basically, Beavis and Butthead were working at this burger shop, like Burger World or something like that. And the entire episode they were trying to injure themselves on the job by pour, pouring hot oil on themselves and, you know, doing all kinds of crazy things, but they couldn't hurt themselves until they were mopping and then they fell and broke sure. his back or something. So, so that's that type of fraud. But the, then there's another type of fraud. When you're a big giant insurance company, you can do something called self-insured. Okay. So basically... You know, it's just like car insurance. If yeah. if uh, you're rich, you put up a million dollars, and you don't need you don't need uh, 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 car insurance. And basically, right. uh, companies, corporations don't have to do this. Like they could do the same. You don't need workers' comp insurance if you just self-insure. Like you just put up a whole bunch of money, and there you go. So the problem with big companies doing this is that they don't have to follow the rules that would that a small business would have to so when i apply for workers comp as a small business owner i'm going to have to tell the insurance company every hazard every potential hazard uh-huh. that my employees might have to deal with because if i don't then the insurance company will not cover it so mm-hmm. for example in a nightclub my bouncers are going to be dealing with, you know, violent people, drunk people. So I have to disclose that to the insurance company to get a fair, you know, to pay a fair rate. Right, so right. in this case that we're working with, this company is self-insured. Mm-hmm. So, and, and here's the thing, when you're self-insured, you're supposed to automatically work with the doctor. So, when when I do it, like with this scenario talking about the bouncers, if the bouncers get hurt on the job, we work with the doctors or the ER room and say, hey, look, this guy was shot, blah, 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 blah. This or, you know, there was a he got stabbed by a drug needle in the bathroom. You know, we're supposed to work with the doctors so the doctors know exactly what's going on because the patient, you know, the injured employee they're in shock or something. They don't really know. You know what I mean? Because they honestly yeah. don't know all the hazards like a like a like the way a boss or an owner would. So when you are self-insured, it's you know, quote unquote scout uh, scouts honor. So, you know, in a big corporation, the manager or the district manager 
or whoever, CEO of the company, they're supposed to call the doctor and tell the doctors every possible hazard. So that way the doctor could do a proper treatment, proper diagnosis and, and, you know, and do a limited, you know, return to work. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but you know, when you go back to work with limited duty, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a paper, I forgot what it's called, but either way. Limited duty is just, uh, well, I actually don't know what that is. Yeah. Reserve? Reserve? Well, it's work restrictions. So you're going back to work with all these restrictions. There's, there's, it's a name. There's, well, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it's blanking me right now too. It's, um, it's shoot, man. This is what happens when you haven't spent over a year in, in, in eight employment. Well, <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's, um, I was going to say like, well, yeah, work restrictions. I, I can't really think. Yeah. Of yeah so there, there, but, but, but here's the, the oh, oh, assisted, uh, it, some, something Shoot. yeah no but it's wow, something i feel I really stupid right now normally i don't blank on words words are the one thing that I yeah because it's one of those weird forms that only hr knows you know yeah. you gotta be in hr to know the name of the these forms but anyway so long story short uh now when you're self-insured and you don't have an insurance company you know telling you what to do it's really scott uh, scout's honor mm-hmm. so as a self-insured employer, you have to go to the doctor and say, hey, look, these are all the hazards. And if they don't, then the injured employee is, in essence, denied medical treatment and medical care because they're going to say, hey, look, you're not injured because your employer said that all these things and you're saying something else. So, well, so here, this leads into another topic that I want to get into, which is when people claim certain disabilities, right. That you can't really detect like mental health, that type of stuff yeah. it enters into a very complex gray zone. And I remember that when I was working in HR, um, when it came to people wanting to, I mean, even dispute over sick days, right. I mean, you can have mental health days and all that kind of stuff, but Obviously, this this ties into, you know, our culture today where people are depressed at work. Like people just, you know what I mean? That's a common thing in our culture. And, you know, you have to actually recognize that when people say things like, I can't work because I feel this way, can't work because I'm anxious, I got anxiety or whatnot, like we have to abide by that. And, and the thing is, I remember interviewing somebody asking them like, well, what can we do to make your job a little bit better? You know, how can we, oh, this is the word reasonable accommodations. That's yeah, what it's there called. you go. <laughs> there we go. Now I remember what it's called. So we would have to do that, right? In order to, I guess, prevent the extreme from happening, which is somebody getting hurt, somebody, you know, uh, obviously being called out of work for whatever kind of issues they have, you would have to make reasonable accommodations. And you yeah, have to be very careful with what you ask because you can't ask things that would. Okay, so let me back up. It has up a to be bit. reasonable. Yeah, it has to be. Re- but here's the thing when you interview people, there's certain questions you can't ask. Like, I've, I've learned that I think recently, before there used to be job descriptions where it's like, hey, you got to be able to sit, squat, bench, you know, eight hours a day, be able to stand on the job. Even if you're working an office job, that's like inside the job description. But you can't ask certain questions. You can't ask somebody if they have any pre existing conditions, if they can do a job or not. But the problem is when you hire them and that does come up, then you just have to make reasonable accommodations. But you can't deny somebody 
sort of a entry or a role because of any kind of conditions like that, even if you can't detect it. And even if it compromises their ability to be able to do the job or not. See, that's where it gets, that's where it kind of sucks because having to deal with it is just. Well, you know, believe it or not, when it comes to health issues, you have a right to ask because if the employer doesn't know that you have a injury, how are they going to help you prevent aggravating that injury? If that makes any sense, because you know you don't you don't want to be put in a position where you're working doing a job, and uh, you don't tell your boss you're injured, and guess what? You're doing a job that's going to make it worse. Like let's say you have asthma, right? <clears throat> if yeah. you have asthma, and you're working with cleaning chemicals like you know Drano or or some kind of bleach product, and you have a sensitivity to chemicals, and you're asthmatic, come on. Your boss needs to know that so they can tell you, hey, look, this is what you're going to be working with. Uh, you know, just bring me the baby. Uh, uh, just bring me the baby. The that Hold on a second. The council wants to say something. So, Hi. Uh, the company was that it was a one-time bleach issue. And in that, <laughs> in, 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 in that they don't authorize bleach on the property. That was why the judge. Yeah, I know. No, no, I, no, I know. No, no, we're not, we no, I know. No, but we weren't talking about that. (laughs) She didn't know what we were talking about. So she, (laughs) when's the counselor going to show her face? Well, she's going to leave. Like she's leaving right now because she has uh, some kind of settlement conference to go. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. But, but you see what I'm trying to say, right? And this is actually an important thing for people. I I don't know if people are going to get any value out of this, but I think talking about how like knowing your rights in the workplace is, is funny. You know, the thing is, you could, but I think before this, and I'm going to give everybody a big secret here when it comes to working. If you look at your job description and your employer tells you to do something that's not in your job description, you can say no. I'm just, I'm revealing a secret here. Exactly. No, no, but you can, but people don't know this. So I'm telling everybody who has a nine to five job right now, if your boss is making you do something absurd, like carry dangerous hazardous chemicals and you haven't been trained on how to handle bleach like dude i remember when i used to work at a safeway this was years ago and they 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 legitimately taught us like you don't handle the bleach until somebody shows you and you may think it's common sense but it's like nah dude most people don't know how to use bleach you know not to mix certain things you know that you know that's the last thing but see that's what i'm trying to say for people who work jobs counselor well since the counselor came in and just started saying things i might as well just say it Okay, so in this oh, hold incident, on, don't don't say anything that's gonna no, put you no in names, a no, yeah, no names. But in this incident, somebody else brought bleach onto the premise and used bleach on the floor. Okay, you know it wasn't random, but it was just some guy. And then so what happened was a person used ammonia-based products to clean up the bleach that somebody else brought in. Sure, and when you mix that, it yeah, it becomes a toxic you know, cloud, you know, filled with uh, (laughs) chloramides and things like that. You know, you know, honestly, you can make chloroform out of those chemicals, you know, like the knockout thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's crazy what people can do. (laughs) But anyway, so long story short, uh, you know, the thing is like this. If it is something like a one-time thing only, you're still liable. And even even if you say, hey, no, this and that, like, you know, and they, 
you know, do some, Hey, if you don't do it, I'm going to fire you and things like that. Uh, I mean, cause it is, it's a slippery slope because you know, that's why, uh, you know, for another episode, I really would like to get into specifics and what to do, how to handle lawsuits and how to tell your lawyer exactly what to do and what to say, because lawyers are, oftentimes confined by case law. They don't even care about the law or how the facts apply to the law. They only care about what previous cases from like 1980 or 1990 before a lot of the listeners are is even- that, Is that why in, in, in courtrooms, right? A lot of people will reference um, docket numbers and all that kind of stuff to kind of illustrate a point and not real life application. Is that the reason? Yeah, exactly. Because, and that's how all these Wow, you're revealing our secrets, huh? Yeah, no, but see, but like, luckily for me, uh, I'm with a counselor and, and she agrees with, because she agrees with what I do, uh, and which is basically, I always, in my opinion, if the laws are new and this is like a brand, you know, like, because we deal with a lot of illegal immigration. Right. So, you know, and it's a new thing. We don't have a lot of case law dealing with illegal immigrants. So we have to set precedents. And that's what I'm all about. I believe we should set precedents. And now that I'm a, you know, I don't want to say I'm a new Christian, but now yeah, that you are. Yeah. Well, well, you know what I mean? With the Christian perspective. Yeah. Now we really have to set precedents based on, on, I don't want to say just Christianity, but the principles of Christianity and how it was meant to be implemented because you have to go with the word of with with the word of god you really do yeah and, and all our laws especially since the constitution was based on christianity and the principles of christianity based on what jesus literally based on the literal words of jesus christ i'm not kidding you the i'll say it again our u.s constitution is based on the literal words of jesus christ Mm-hmm. I am not kidding you. It's amazing. You really got to read the Bible to understand. Like, you know, the words that are in red? Yeah. That's in the Constitution, word per word. And that's what makes it insane. <laughs> they literally take phrases of the red part, you know, from the King. Well, that, that's to illustrate when the Lord Jesus speaks. That's his. Yeah, phrase. exactly. Yeah. So in the King James Version of the Bible, you'll see how it's done in red. Yeah. And those parts are literally taken out and implemented in the constitution. So, you know, can you, so can you humor a little bit about more, talk more about lawyers and, and workplace law, because I think that this is a perspective you're not going to hear from most people where it's like how to deal with lawyers. Not that most people are, hopefully they're not dealing with this type of stuff, (laughs) but the whole workplace thing, like workplace rights. I think even if you're not unionized, and it's, it's technically yeah, no fault, which means um, you can get fired for no reason and they can do that. But at the same time, if your employer asks you to go grab the bleach, and you've never been trained on how to clean a bathroom floor and it's not in your job description. Don't do it. Like it's well, even if it's in your job description, you still have because you haven't been trained. Got to be trained yeah, and not just trained, but you should have the right to safety equipment. Yes. You know what I mean? Like a yes. mask. Because, you know, like gloves and stuff, aprons. Yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, and 
And two, like a lot of nurses go through this. A lot of nurses develop a, I know, I know. she really likes you. <laughs> it's crazy. She's like, it's been so long. <laughs> but anyway, but even nurses, like a big problem in, in nursing, if you're a nurse, a lot of nurses will go through this over like three to five years of working with those latex gloves. Yeah. They develop an allergy to it over time. You just, because, you know, you hate to say things like this, but a lot of things we do goes against nature. And because of that, even though nurses are doing a good job, uh, you know, you still develop a, uh, you know, I don't want to say a sensitivity, but you develop a sensitivity against certain chemicals. And that's why so many nurses and doctors develop allergies to latex gloves. It's just a reality. And, you know, and I hate to say things like this because I don't have scientific proof, but I believe there's a reason for this. And it's because most the things that we treat in the hospitals are you know, most diseases are literally based on our faults. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why do we get cancer? Well, why it's because we... you're eating badly and you're smoking and yeah, no, but living. it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. No, but, and you don't need. You can even take a secular point of view and just be like, dude, the stuff you're eating is. Crap. It's a lifestyle. No, but yeah. it's life. Most disease, like, like maybe eighty to eighty-five percent of all diseases are lifestyle diseases. Yeah, and uh, and and you know we and we used to go through this. Oh, if God was so this and that. Blah blah. Why is he giving us diseases and all? But if you understand Romans, you'll understand that it's the carnal mind that creates our lifestyles. It's correct. And it's these correct. diseases are lifestyle choices. You know, and that's just how it goes. Now, things like hurricanes and things like that. You know, is it really a catastrophe? Not really, because when there's a hurricane, guess what hurricanes do? It ends droughts. <laughs> no that's the function of a hurricane and wildfires create more life yeah no but it's the truth when a place is riddled with with uh with droughts yeah guess what happens hurricanes and hurricanes will spread enough rain all over to regions that are suffering from droughts huh. and it, it's it's how it works that's how the earth functions you got to have enough common sense to you know not live in you know, beach areas, but you know, but again, it's lifestyle choices. Who tells these people to live on the beach all the time? You know, knowing <laughs> nobody's the truth. It's like, cause everybody says, Oh, your God is not merciful. It's like, he has nothing to do with it. We <laughs> made the choices to go live at the beach. It would be like saying, I'm going to set up camp at the bottom of a volcano. And, uh, <laughs> No, but did you know that actually happened to a guy? He refused to leave. He goes, I've been living here for 40 years and I'm not going to leave. The thing's going to erupt. You're going to die. Yeah, no, Mount St. Helens erupted because, you know, Mount St. Helens was dormant for so many years. Yeah. Uh, like decades. And all of a sudden, just, you know, they're like, hey, man, it's going to blow. And the guy goes, I've been here for so long. And yeah, he died. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, I, I mean, but see that—that's—that—that's that's against what the Bible teaches. That's man's arrogance. That's not humility. That's pride, right yeah. there. And when you got that, it's you know, it's it's carnal. So no, I mean, I think that that's 
that's the thing. And I was reading this thing on Reddit, which I'll share with you right now, which a big thing that's going on right now is employee accommodation. Even if like employers can't recognize it, like for example, a trans employee accommodation, I'm reading this on Reddit. This was posted. I follow the human resources thread. I know people are like, why are you reading Reddit? But you know, there's some stuff here, right? So the, the deal is, you know, for this particular instance, this is a sales associate who has to work face to face with customers. Like, dude, you're a sales associate, like dealing with people is 99% of your job other than carrying the occasional whatever, right? So it's just like, you know, the, the, uh, the thing here is the accommodation is, well, they face a lot of transphobia from coworkers and all that kind of refusing to provide details. <laughs> now they don't want to come to work. And like the, the HR rep is being very accommodating by saying, hey, you know what? You want to do customer service where it's not as face to face, but here's the deal. The, the HR person is extending that, right? But the thing is, if she doesn't get that other job, because it's not really a lateral move here, you know, it's still yeah. associate, right? Then what's the deal, right? You either come back to work or you get fired. I mean, that, that's really just the thing. But here's the deal. The, the HR rep is being sensitive to her needs, right? But the yeah. thing is, uh, like, how do you go about doing it? And I, I never had to deal. I lived in the San Francisco Bay, but that's a tough thing. Like, I'm going to be real. Even though I don't agree with it, it's like I want to respect people at the same time. But I'm also just like, dude, if you don't do your job, you don't interface with customers. I mean, that's 90% of your job description. It's like, what do you want me to do? It's like I, either you take the job or I let you go. No, like, it's no, just- but Honestly, this is what I would do. I'll say, hey, look, I could put you on the phones and it's a paid deduction. Or you're going to just have to suck it up. Seriously. And that's what you tell them. And then the you thing is, this person, this person has, not, has not experienced any kind of discrimination yet. Like she hasn't filed in a report. She hasn't, you know, sent anything to HR or whatnot. It's just the fact that historically she's faced misgendering, direct transphobia, transphobia. No, but, but you but see, like, how, like, that's the thing. It's, I mean, it has, you know. Have you ever heard of EAP? Employee, employee assistance program, program. absolutely. I've, I've, yes, and that's what you would have to do. You would have to send her to EAP. Dude, you know this, yeah, because the thing is, what you don't want is the EEOC like sniffing around your work. Yeah. No, but the, and but you give them counseling. And you tell them point blank, you got to make these transgender people because look, it's their choice. You know what I mean? It's their choice to live in this illusion that they're. Well, it's not an illusion. They're messed well, up. We, we, we've clarified that on the show, but let's just keep things equal, not go into <laughs> yeah, it. But yeah. Just say, so, okay, if you want to live that way, understand that you still got to do a job here. You still yeah, got to. And you have to be professional towards other people who may not like you. And it's the same thing. I, look, and I'll say it like this. If I'm a black employee and I have to deal with a whole bunch of hicks who <laughs> don't like you, I, like, I can't tell the hicks to stop using, you know, subtle things like calling me porch monkey or something like that. You know what I mean? I said, because if that's what customers are going to say, you know, I can't just start yelling at them because it's also an assault and we don't want to fight with these people. So, you know, uh, the thing is EAP should help this guy go through like the transition and how to deal with people in real society. And it's like, look, are your 
and and you have to make this point as the EAP counselor. Is your coworkers harassing you or misgendering you? Because if that's really happening, I'll deal with it. I'm going to tell everybody to call you she. Yeah. Or non-binary. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's the truth. Well, that's and, the and, thing is like, I don't agree with it, but at the same time, like I'll go to that length, but here's the deal. The goalposts are going to continue to change. You, that's what I'm talking exactly. about. Well, see, that's the point, but you try to stop it from moving. That's see, that's what I would instruct the EAP officer to do or not officer counselor. I said, look, do not move the goalposts because why? Because not, I'm not saying because it goes against our Christian values, but we have to teach these people how to respect other people as well. Because what this guy is trying to do is say, I'm not going to give anybody respect until they respect me first. But as Christians, we give respect before we get respect. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we do. We have to respect others. And we got to teach that trans dude, hey, look, dude, you got to respect the customers. If you don't like dealing with the customers, then you have to leave. But you got to remember this. Our job is to ensure that all of us respect you in here that's getting a paycheck. These other people, if they throw crap at you, we'll call the cops on your behalf. Just like if they throw something at me, I would expect you to call the cops you know, to protect me or whatever. But we can't make other employees, I mean, we can't make customers tell you, hey, if they see like your little Adam's apple, they call you he, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. We, I mean, and that's the truth. So if you honestly need counseling because these customers are really bothering you that much, then you should honestly seek counseling. And, and if this is a, a uh, something that you got from a worker's comp, uh, if this is an injury you sustained on the job, mental health, then I'll follow worker's comp claim for you. And then, but then again, at the same time, it's going to be up to mental health professionals to deem you ready to go back to work or not. And you're going to hurt yourself. I said, look, but if you go down this route, you might become disabled and never work again because you're so angst about people calling you he when you want to be called she. Well, see, that's the thing is that's why when we give people support and I can see why, you know, because here's the thing I want to, I want to say on this show that although I vehemently oppose transgenderism, right? I think that it's a, you know, it's obviously a delusion for a lot of people living in it. I mean, man, you know, it's just uh the, the deal is, the deal is, if we're going to just go by that, right, and mm. I'm going to obviously treat you just like any other human being, which I will, then you kind of have to give me one thing to work with, we resolve that, and then you carry on. Like, one thing I learned about reasonable accommodations when I was working in HR is, it's like, you make the accommodations, and then that should be it, until, until the person, like, cannot do the job. You know what I mean? But you should still extend that. And the, the problem is, I feel like wh where's the end point, right? Where, where is it going to be pleasing for some people? It's like, you can't help that people are going to disagree and probably are going to treat you a little different. Like, that's just the deal. Okay, just, check this out. I, and I, I know this is on Reddit, but was this person being confrontational? No, not at all. Yeah, trying to help. Trying to help. 
Yeah, no, and, and that's the point. As long as they're not confrontational, you owe it to them. And, 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 and I'm not kidding you. I believe that... <laughs> this is start... when I know you're going to drop a bombshell. <laughs> well, no, 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 I believe people should start wearing crosses. Seriously. Because, you know, Christians should wear, like openly tell people well here's the verbalizing it sure 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 but here's the deal with crosses right i mean that means that that the the cross in my opinion has lost a little bit of its its uh its novelty it don't mean anything these days you mean you got satanists are wearing crosses you got jews wearing crosses it's like really really, i've seen that well (laughs) I'm, i'm just saying like it's it's kind of like a, a a public proclamation of faith, like with a symbol or an idol or whatnot. I don't think is the best way to go about doing that. But your actions, that's the key here, because as we take it back to everything, it's all about the fruit that you bear. It's all about your actions. Like if that that person don't need to wear a cross, that person, whether it's a customer or whatnot, just needs to treat you like another human being. That that's no, I'm talking about. If you're an EA, okay. If you're an EAP uh, counselor, right? Because yeah. here's the thing. Here's the problem. These, I believe, transgender people are transgender, and, and oh god, because you heard what happened, right? About the gay guy. Uh, he used to be a uh, the Christian uh, con- conversion counselor. You oh, talking to? Thirty Ted, years. This dude was doing this for thirty years. Ted Hat? No, not Ted Haggard. And then he turned out to be gay because he got fired for watching porn on his no. thing like three or four years ago. And I told you, porn is gay. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Porn is hella gay, dude. But anyway, that's uh, why I stopped watching it. Yeah, no, but it's the truth. Uh, anyway, so this guy turned out, and then now he's gay, and he's like this this uh, big advocate for gay people or whatever. And he's downing Christians and just saying, oh, Christians are so this and that. But anyway, so long story, here's the point. Because these gay people and transgender people openly wear their symbols of being, and then they force us to do these things like use proper pronouns, I honestly believe we have to push back. If the cross is not good, then what about the fish symbol? Or something that allows people to know, like when you're a counselor, and you're not, I mean, even if you're, I, maybe the symbols aren't good for everybody, yeah. but if you're an EAP counselor, I believe you should wear Christian symbols. And, I'll and, and well, why. EAP is also over the phone too. Like that's how we had oh, it. Oh crap, that's, oh, I see, forgot You see what I mean? That. So yeah, EAP is something that your organization either may have internally if they're big or they outsource it that's usually how it is it's like hey call the eap how you know if you're having trouble at work that's right i'm glad you brought up eap because that's something i haven't thought about in like a year because it's been like a year since i've had my hr job but that's the thing you know and and to take this back to your lawsuit or whatnot this particular individual it sounds like he wasn't well trained or well equipped, right? Or what no, was he it? wasn't trained at all. But but let me get back to the point about the transgender guy. Because these people are openly wearing their symbols and they're forcing us to play their game or participate in their because they say it's an illusion, but it's not an illusion. I honestly believe that this is a movement that these devil worshippers really envisioned for all of us way back in the 60s and the 70s 
and it's coming to fruition now in 2020, which is only, you know, it's 2020 in a few months. Uh, so you know what I mean? But that's the end game. It's already here. So we have to push back, you know, with, with real Christian principles and no more Judeo-Christian stuff and, and all that fake Christianity stuff that a lot of people are, you know, because here's the thing. And, and, and this is why I know a lot of these people are fake Christians. You know what the hurricanes that recently happened? Yep. You saw a lot of Christian dudes not knowing how to explain it. They're like, you know, sometimes God makes bad things happen to good people. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. God has nothing to do with this. When you get cancer, it's not God punishing you or anything like that. It's, it's your lifestyle choices. You guys... Because, you know, like, there's uh, something called generational curses, right? Right. And, and, and it's not so much that God put it on them. God is just telling you, look, I'm the master of time. I have seen your curse because you're going to teach your kids how uh -huh. to be bad. And those kids are going to teach their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren how to be bad for generations. And until you accept Christ... That's how you break the curse. <laughs> but it's the truth. That's how you break a generational curse is when you start, you wake up and then you accept Christianity. It's that simple. Except Christ. Yeah, that's yeah. really all it is. Yeah. Is that what I, yeah, except Christ. Don't, yeah, not a Christianity. It's, you got to accept Jesus as your, you know, as the savior and, and the son of God and all the stuff that he had done. You got to accept it. But if you don't, guess what happens? The curse continues. You're always going to be plagued with the same stuff your parents and grandparents are plagued with. And so, that's how it works. No, no, I want to bring this up because I want to talk. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. You no, 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 no. I, that, that was basically, and, this, and these transgenders are just making that curse way, way worse. And, and, and the thing is, Christians are too afraid to, not like, because... Well, they don't want to offend, but I'm like, sometimes the truth offends. Jesus offended plenty of people. Yeah, well, see, but here's the thing. I, I like, I know Jesus, well, I mean, because look at Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa offended, both, like, nobody liked her, you know, because, and it's just, just like Jesus wasn't liked, you yeah. know, like the prophet's not liked in his hometown. It's just a reality. Kill all their prophets. It, no, but it's the truth. It's the I mean, truth. it's the truth. He wasn't liked because nobody likes change because everybody they're so entrenched in the carnal mind that it's it's insane how it ah man it's 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 mind boggling. But uh, but going back to the you know how to tie the the transgender to the. Uh, what happened in this particular case, these people don't know how to stand up for themselves without interrupting everybody else's workflow. Yeah. And that's why like the guy wasn't trained. He worked with raw sewage, which is poop and pee and yeah, gosh, without protective gear, he's screwed. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the point. But he was he's inarticulate. He had no idea how to speak or anything like that. He was just, you know, and because of it, look, he's injured. He may or may not have asthma. He all these issues that he has, and guess what? The employer doesn't have to do anything. Why? Because they're committing uh workers' comp fraud. And it's hard to prove because 
if you don't know how to articulate, you know, you're done. And, and, you know, most Christians do not know how to articulate what's right. They don't. Because they're not versed in the word. You just need the word is all you No, but think about this. The transgender dude that you talked about on Reddit, he knows how to articulate his quote-unquote rights because they're trained to, Christians are trained to be quiet. And these transgenders, loud and proud and in your face. And that's the thing. So I'm hoping, you know, through our podcast that people really are going to start becoming you know, aware of their rights and how to articulate what's the right thing to do. Because it's absolute. It's not like, oh, you know, and maybe for another episode, we'll get into how does let your yes mean yes and you know mean no and how it applies to law and your rights. Because that's, that's an absolute truth that Jesus said. It's an absolute truth. You know someone's BSing you when they cannot answer you with a simple yes or no. Well, you know, yes, but blah blah, and then they explain their no. Well, the the the, the big, the most important word there is but. But yeah. is what is oh, but hold on, it, it's like yes, but no. You know, but is the is the conjunction that means well. You know what? I don't really mean yeah. You know, no, but <laughs> you want to know what cultural, I like this is a cultural phenomenon. That's why that, when people say no buts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the real. No, check this out. You know, the biggest cultural phenomenon in our society, in the world today, stole it from the Bible. And that is Star Wars. <laughs> literally quoted the Bible. But instead of saying, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no, he said, there is no try. Either you do or you do not. <laughs> That's from the Bible. But they don't want to admit it, George Luke. But you know what I mean? Come on. Think about it. Yoda saying, let your yes mean yes. I mean, uh, there is no but, but Okay, so no, no, no. I got something even better for you that I think people listening to this are going to get a kick out of. There's a part where Luke is training with Yoda, and he says, is the dark side stronger? And Yoda goes, no, but it's the easier, more broad way. And that's literally a quote from Jesus. <laughs> the the way that leads to life is the straight gate which is the narrow gate it's harder to go through it and the broad gate is the one that leads to destruction this is in the book of matthew and yoda says the same thing he's like is the dark side stronger he's like no but it's the harder more narrow it's 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 more difficult it's like yeah because the dark side is easy because it's it's basically it represents all the carnal lusts of man you know anger give into your hate your lust your whatnot you know what i mean and that's that's where i think if you want to ask me star wars and christianity that's where the the appropriation but think about this (laughs) but think about this how many people do you see walking around with star wars shorts uh shirts and things like that i'm one of them I mean, yeah, I know. yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I, I have a, a, you know, seriously. I was gonna name one of my clubs the Mandalore. You know, Mandalore. The oh Mandalore. yeah, dude, I love, dude. You're a Star Wars guy. I didn't even know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Star Wars I love is awesome. Fiction. Yeah, I love but, Star Wars. But that's the point. All of these people who love Star Wars, they're begging for Christianity because it's, it's just come on. All of that stuff with the dark side and. Oh man, that's inc- like I didn't really know Matthew like you did. So I I didn't pick up on the 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 Matthew stuff. The way to life is gonna be a narrow way that few people will find. 
That's but now think about this. People are afraid to wear anything that says Christianity, but they're not afraid to wear Star Wars crap. which is a total ripoff of the bible which i didn't realize until just recently Uh, because i was like hey but if you think about it lord of the rings all this stuff by the way tolkien was an atheist who became a christian like everybody takes from the bible here's the thing it's the only original book with stories but it's all true they're all real stories they're all they all really happen but the thing is People, uh, people just take like you. You'll see the same symbolism of like the hero's journey, which is a common thing in literature. Which is like a character goes through a struggle. Like, yeah, that's that's basically the story of man. That you yeah, know, you want to know what's crazy? The greatest story ever told was the story of Jesus, and his story ended in tragedy. You know no, I mean? no, it didn't end in tragedy. Well, no, 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 no. Well, hold, hold on. Let me hear me out. What because. His death was inevitable. He had to die. Right. And because he had to die, it's a sad story. His human flesh died. But of course, he's in heaven. So that's the, yeah. but think about it. No other story could ever beat that story. Yeah. Because that is the greatest story. And because look, he is the ultimate hero. He sacrificed his life. He knew he was going to die. And we all know that no matter how we look at stories, whether they change over time or not, whenever the main guy gives his life for other people, dude, there's nothing that comes in comparison. Like the story is just transforming. You got different characters, different settings, past, future, present. Nah, but we, we, and, and we, we go out for that. Like we yeah. as people have a drawing to that because <laughs> that's what God did for us. So, Well, the- have you seen The Passion of the Christ? Many years ago, when it first came out, no, because that I I, I want to see it now because I'm thinking that has to be a crazy story because they go, man, dude, that's a graphic story. Yeah, but no, but that's the thing that literally happened. He was beaten like that. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine that? You're a good dude. Like, seriously, you're a good dude. You know, you're helping all the people that nobody likes, like the prostitutes and and the lepers. They call them lepers in the Bible. You know, yeah, no, but the lepers, like, yeah, he yeah. was helping all these people, and man, and then just to know that you're gonna you're gonna go through what you're gonna go through. Yeah, oh, man, that's insane. That's an insane. Like no human would ever. Yeah, do. But it's the they call it the gospel for a reason. The good news, the the greatest story greatest story that's true and here's the thing you want to hear the real kicker here because now you got me on a christian tangent <laughs> is, um all of the stories of the old testament prophesize that story and all the stories after christ just refer back to him that if you think about it that that's all it is yeah, no but see but remember i was telling you that too like the whole story of uh like Maybe. when I was reading Exodus, I'm thinking, you know, this is like, this is like, um, I know she's a little fussy. Uh oh, people are gonna complain. Yeah, I know. I, anyway, so long story short, yeah, but I'm telling you now, when you understand Genesis and Exodus, that's all pre-Christian stories. Seriously, it really is. People don't get it. Well, here's also another thing that's trippy that I think. I wish I wish more more people kind of figured out because people are like, oh man, New Testament, you know, that's when like Christ came and all you have to do is accept him. And like before then people had to do, 
animal sacrifices and all that to get their sins purified and go to heaven and all that kind of stuff. And what people actually fail to realize is that even in the old days, like before Christ, we're talking like Abraham and all that, you didn't actually need to do all of that stuff. You just needed to have faith. And then what yeah. would follow with because of your faith, which is why people say it's of faith, not of works, is that you would do works to, to, to do. You know what I mean? But you can't have works without faith because then it's like, what does it mean? Here's the deal. When, when I know the baby, I can't. Even think <laughs> this is what happens when you have a kid. Don't let her, don't let her, uh, don't let her interrupt. Okay. Well, what I was saying was this. If you go back and you read the Old Testament and you see wherever it says Lord, but not God, the thing is, like, Jesus was a man among men. Like, when Enoch walked with the Lord, Jesus was literally on this planet. He was like a guy just helping. No, I'm serious, because people think, yeah. oh, Jesus didn't come until he was a baby. Yeah, but he's God, so he can do that. He can, he can come in man form I, right, I believe something special happened to enoch that is not in the because dude i'm telling well, you now so here's the thing in in genesis it says he walked with the lord and every time you see where lord pops up it's always referring to jesus it's not referring to god because here's the thing if if when whenever you see in the old testament where the lord appeared before somebody it's always jesus because it's a man because it's been said already that if you look at God directly, like the father in heaven, you can't survive. In fact, Moses yeah. saw the back of him and went crazy. That which, yep. no, And he how... aged and he aged rapidly <laughs> and something happened to his mind. He couldn't comprehend. And, and I'm well, telling you now. He looked, at, he looked at the back of God and like. Yeah, no, but something happened to Enoch. Well, I mean, because I think Enoch, it was more. Enoch than... didn't die a regular human death. He was he was taken. He never experienced a body death. That's what it says. Because he was faithful. He, yeah, no, when... but I I believe Enoch had some kind of special experience. Because I'm telling you, it's incomplete. But anyway, <laughs> no, because something special happened to Enoch because yeah, he was the one that knew about the flood and all this other stuff. Like well, you know. God, God told Noah that he was going to spend a great day. Ah, can't. No, but, but, uh, but Enoch was the one that told God, hey, spare Noah. You, you know no, what I, mean? I don't think, well, we have to go back and I don't think that that's the case because God, God decided that it was going to be that line. It's going to be done. Yeah. And I think, I mean, because it doesn't say in the Bible, I'm just trying to guess, but I'm telling you now, there's something special happened to Enoch because yeah. he kept seeing the Lord and he kept going and seeing things. And, you know, and for some reason, they kept talking to him. You, you know what I mean? And it's like, why him? Why did he know? Like, you know, and I'm telling, I, it's not in the Bible, but there's something special about Enoch that we just don't know. Yeah, because he didn't die a regular death. This guy literally was taken away. Like, like literally his body was gone. Like, it's not. Well, and I believe, too, that. Yeah, I don't know because well, this, there's another there's another individual I think that that, that happens to it happens to another prophet. But I, I again, my Old Testament is is I don't know if it's Ezekiel or Isaiah or somebody, but there's another Old Testament patriarch or a prophet that was just taken away. Just one day he was gone. Yeah, <laughs> no, but anyway, so going back to the lawsuit, I've got a tangent. No, but because I I want people to honestly understand too the importance of having your attorney not argue with all of that 
gray area stuff. They have to, like, if you're the plaintiff or defendant or whoever, it doesn't matter. You have to get these people to admit based on yes and no. No gray area in between because that's how you win. And if you win that way, every single thing you do, just like with the transgender, um, the transgender, uh, you know, whatever this person went through, you could break it down to a series of yes or no's. And remember what we spoke about earlier. Are other employees treating you with disrespect? Are they the ones giving you, you know, calling you he and saying all these rude things to you? And, and uh, you know, and that's either a yes or no. Yeah. And if it's a no, then you have no case. Like, look, if it's no, you got to stop. You know, go and I'll do a worker's comp thing for you. Would you like worker's comp? Yes or no? And boom. And they'll say no because why? They just want, and then you know the sincerity of this person. You know what I mean? Because is this transgender person really sincere or do they just want to start trouble just for the sake of starting trouble? Just start trouble. <laughs> no, but is it, I mean, because we don't want to say like, but because we don't know. But that's how you find out because some of these people really are mentally ill and you got to help the mentally ill. And then through your Christian uh, way of living and how you accept, you know, Jesus and stuff like that, they're going to learn from you. And they're going to say, you know what, like Bruce Jenner, I'm tired of doing this craziness. You know, like I, I heard Bruce Jenner is going to go back to being a man. Oh, man, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, no, but because he gets tired of it. You know what I mean? You get tired. I mean, look, when, uh, <laughs> you know, when Bruce Jenner's story started falling apart. Yeah. When, uh, when they were trying to make him go on a date with the dude. And uh, he was like, well, I don't think I could do it. You know what I mean? Like kiss a man and all this other stuff because he wasn't gay. I'm sorry, the kid. We gotta. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here, just, just do that. Huh, hold, on, hold on a second. J just uh, ab lip for like. A, hold on, let me just put her. Yeah, I know, and I know people probably get frustrated with the baby, but we gotta figure it out. It's just how it works. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. She's all right, because we're, we're almost done anyway. Uh yeah. So. But anyway, so I'm telling you now, you know, when someone's seriously a transgender person, you know, which is still a mental illness, but you know, when they seriously are sincere or they're doing a Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. I think that's her name. But you know what I mean? Uh, so, and, and that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, and if you treat them with respect, but you follow every rule, like whether you're EAP officer or an attorney, whoever, you break it down with a series of yes and no's. Do not accept all of that, you know, gray area stuff. Oh, yes, but that's like, no, it's a simple yes or no. It's yes, but whenever someone says but, they don't really mean yes. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They do it on purpose, these people. So, you know, yeah, it's so crazy. Ah, these people but anyway so i really do want to get into specifics like in how to fight 
lawsuits and, 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 you know, how to, or get into a lawsuit, how to, you know, Mm -hmm. what to look for in your complaint, how to hit all the elements. Because, you know, in theory, you really don't need to be an attorney. All you have to do is look it up. Like, you know, what's your problem? See the causes of action that you can sue under. Look up the jury instructions and it'll tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. (laughs) You don't, this is not something that you really need to go years and years of school. It's either you're right or you're wrong. If you were wronged, then you should be able to do it yourself. You don't have an attorney with all this stuff because, you know, in California courts, and I'm pretty sure all courts are like this across the country in federal courts. I know this to be true. And in California courts, this is to be true. Uh, if you're representing yourself in per se, then the legal standard is lower. And so, you know, I'm not saying, you know, if you could afford an attorney, make sure he's a good attorney that understands yes and no. Uh-huh. And I honestly believe you get a good Christian lawyer, somebody who honestly believes in God. Not not a phony Christian who's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna do a couple of Hail Marys and and I go to church, you know what I mean? Like 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 something like that, you know. You know. Oh, because you know, like, gosh, this reminds me of this abortion thing uh from yesterday too, because this is true. Mm-hmm. When a lawyer cannot argue why abortions are bad, cannot, right? you know they're not a Christian. Well, because here's the thing, and I heard this from a, an ex-abortionist, right? He says in yeah. law, there's really two things that need accurate defining. And abortion is the one thing that has ambiguity because in law, there's either person or property. That's what it comes down to at yep. the end of the day with decisions that you make, how you define certain things. That's why law is so damn complicated. It's just because you got to make sure that you have your definitions no, right. But, see, but for a Christian... Because Right, right, because the fetus to some people are property. This is my body, my choice, so my property, not a person. You see what I mean? A person with rights, you know, that type of thing. That's why when you said if a lawyer can't defend or whatever, can't define it, yeah, that's the reason why is because people can't settle on the fact of whether it's a person or a property. Yeah, but no human is property. Not yeah. anymore. So that <laughs> argument's already gone. So is it a human? And the answer is yes. As soon as at conception, it is a real human being. It's just at a different form. Because if the same way a retarded dude in a wheelchair that can never speak, can never walk, all contorted with those contractures, that dude's a human. What's the, he's not participating in anything. Why can't we kill him? Because it messed up. It's a life. It's a human. It's still a life. Exactly. A life is a life no matter what. Because the thing is, well, it can't live outside the body without help. Yeah, neither can these retards and, and, and live in the way they live. So it doesn't matter. We already have precedents. But a good Christian attorney will know this. And they will know how to argue and win this case every single time. Because humans are not property. Even if you're a minor child, they are not property. You got to have conservatorship and all this other stuff. So, you know what I mean? And so, uh, or as they call them, a guardian ad litem. <laughs> so, if that's the thing. So, are you going to be their guardian ad litem? 
uh, the fetus should have a guardian ad litem because they're not property. It's a real human life. Right. And, um, so anyway, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, and, and I'm not, cause I honestly don't know who's listening, but I'm assuming everybody's Christian. <laughs> yeah. So as Christians, we honestly have to be vigilant and put people to the test because there's nothing wrong with testing to know if somebody's a true Christian or not, you know, which is why I asked you the other day about what do you really want to do? I now do. I feel like I know now. Yeah. Do what you love. Yeah. Because that's the hardest part in being a Christian is loving yourself. Seriously. It's really hard. Yeah. It's the hardest thing. Cause like, I don't even love myself. Even now I still don't love myself. <laughs> you know why? You know why that is though? Cause my dad and I had a conversation about this. Cause he actually loves the show. He's just like, dude, this guy's on point. <laughs> oh, cool. But, but uh, it's, um, you got to forgive yourself first. You can't. And yeah, dude, whole, I did a lot of shitty. But, but see, you've, you've <laughs> like, got to forgive man. yourself first before you can do that. And once you do, you'll be good. Yeah, I hope, but. Not because you know what I like, because I do, I've done a lot, even, even re, like, because do like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I know I should act better, you know, because even in yeah. court, you know what I mean? Like, because, you know, like, oh man. And then like one of the attorneys, you know, the dude was almost, you know, like, dude, you know what I mean? It was bad, but I, you know, but I, you know, and I was like, fuck you guys, you got to suck it up. You know what I mean? It's like blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And, and then I start going off on things and, and just because it's the truth. Maybe I shouldn't be so harsh on people, but it's the truth. If you honestly do believe in God, you should know these things. Right. You know what I mean? And like, and I have little patience for people who know or should know. Seriously, like every single Christian should know that it's a life. The same way that retard in a wheelchair's life that, you know, that doesn't contribute as a hundred percent, like seriously, mm -hmm. everybody believes a, a retarded guy with all contraction is going to be Stephen Hawkins. You know what I mean? But it's not like that. Most of those people have zero intel, like literally zero. Their IQ is between zero and 19. You know, their IQ is used to poop. That's the only thing they can do. They could barely chew and they don't even know what, you know what I mean? So if that's life, then how is a human being who's conceived, who could potentially be the president or, or a judge or, you know, or a construction worker or a good architect, whatever, or an illegal alien, you know, looking to improve something. But you know what I mean? How is that not a life? Cause we have so many examples of, unproductive life how can you say something with so much potential is not a life you know yeah. what i mean even if it's just a dude just to you know serve in the military in an unjust war it's still a life that this person can have because you never know you never know so right. if anybody if they don't know how to argue that dude you're toast and that's why like so with my thinking, like how educated people have a higher standard or man, it makes me mad. You know what I mean? It just pisses me off. And so like, oh, these past two weeks, oh, I know I was not a good Christian dude. No, because it's the tr like, oh man, I swear to God, like if, if uh, the counselor wasn't there, I would have just put my, like, just kicked them so like, and I've kicked people so hard where 
I'll leave a shoe print on their face. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's like, man, I really wanted to do this. I really wanted to. But, the, you know, and he was all like, boo-hooing. Oh, you're calling me stupid. I said, I never said you were stupid. Quote me right. I said, sure, this, that, this, that, this, that. And just like, because, and then and a counselor goes, yeah, but you break down people. You know how to hurt people without cursing, without, you know, using violence. You still hurt people just as bad. And you know you do it. And I was like, of course. How do you think they're going to learn? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I got to learn how to teach people another way of other than just breaking them down and making them feel stupid. You know what I mean? And that's, uh, you know what I mean? So no. it's like, yeah. in theory, I should have let it go, but I don't know any other way. And then, so I'm boom, right back to it. Well, we'll you know keep, what I mean? yeah, we'll have to wrap it up. We'll have to keep talking about this a little bit more. I'll actually converse with you a little bit about this real quick off air, but, uh, yeah, any final thoughts before we, we jump in? No, over? no, like, seriously, I want to get very specific and more detailed on how to handle your own lawsuits if you need it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then do it with the Christian perspective and all this other stuff and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my final thoughts. Cool. Well, I'm well, glad to be back, too. Yeah, man. no, I'm glad. Glad to have you back, guys. So thank you for listening, guys. Yes. I know that we were gone for a couple of weeks, but it's good to be talking again. And uh, let us know how things go. I'll set up an email and then I'll announce it on the show for all of you folks to uh, write in questions or whatnot when you're not. Right now, I know people just kind of email me here and there. But yeah, stay tuned, guys. Take care and we'll see you soon.